Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. As I said off the top, talking with Junior Achievement about financial literacy, and now we're talking about Bill Morneau, our finance minister, after today explaining what he was going to do when it comes to his company. Mike Lecouture, parliamentary correspondent for Global National, joins us. Hello, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing much better than Mr. Morneau. Tell me exactly what he uh, announced today, what he is going to do to maybe stop all the criticism. Yeah, he's going to divest himself of all of his shares and his family will do the same in Morneau Chappelle. That's that uh, large HR firm that he helped build up with his father uh, and uh, and is worth uh, millions upon millions of dollars. So uh, he said, you know what? Um, he believed that when he met with Mary Dawson, the ethics commissioner, conflict of interest and ethics commissioner, um, that he said to her, should I put them in a blind trust? She said it wouldn't be necessary. So he thought, as he said, that that was good enough. And then he basically, uh, you know, I think one of the key moments in this press conference that he gave uh, today in Parliament was when he said, I need to do more. Five words that really showed Bill Morneau is feeling the heat and realizing that no matter what makes sense in terms of what the ethics commissioner wants him to do. It doesn't sm- pass the smell test, not for the conservatives and NDP and not for a lot of Canadians. So he said, you know what, that's it. We're just going to get rid of all of the shares. Uh, and in the meantime, they're in a blind trust so that he has no idea how they will be sold or where they will go. Uh, but all this to say is that I have a feeling he realized this is a storm that's not going away and he just needed to extinguish it as quickly as possible. Yeah, as quickly as possible. But we're looking at 2015 when the Liberals came to power and Morneau has been finance minister in that time. And there's been a lot of number crunching as to how he has done in that two years. The fact that the company has not been in a blind trust. What is his answer to all those questions? Uh, he's basically saying that he hasn't really been controlling any of the shares anyways. Uh, and he, he doesn't really answer the question as to what have you been doing to make sure um, that the decisions you're making are not benefiting your former firm. Now, he does say there was a conflict of interest screen that has been put up uh, as soon as he took cabinet uh, took a cabinet position, which essentially means that any time an apparent conflict of interest will arise in a meeting or such, that he has to recuse himself from that meeting. So he says it's actually worked already in the past. He's had to excuse himself from a few meetings or make sure that he didn't attend those meetings. Um, but still, those, those questions do remain. I mean, there is one thing that the opposition parties are really trying to stick at him is the fact that there is a bill that is before Parliament, uh, which is a pension bill that could benefit his former firm. Now, he's the sponsor of that bill. So really, the one who's shepherding it through Parliament and opposition points out, and we did the fact check, they're right. After he introduced that bill, the share price for Morneau Chappelle shares jumped by 5%. So at the time, it would have affected his holdings. And so he would have benefited from that boost. Still questions for him to answer on that one. uh, Because again, it's making... Look, you you can really think that, you know, if he's 
got shares, if this was the status of woman minister, if this was the environment minister, possibly, you know, you can kind of understand. But the fact that the finance minister is shepherding through legislation or forming legislation that could really benefit, uh, you know, his former firm or his uh, his holdings. Yes. That's a real problem for a lot of people. And so today's move, I think, is really in an effort to quell a lot of the criticism, but a lot of it still remains. Mike, hold on here. I've got to take a traffic break, but i got a few more questions as to whether or not he should eventually step down. Mike LeCouture, parliamentary correspondent for Global National. It's 337. Yeah, we are talking about uh, Bill Morneau's lousy day. Uh, Although the criticism has gone on for the last couple of weeks here, Mike LeCouture, parliamentary correspondent for Global National. So, Mike, Bill was getting lots of questions in a question period, obviously. Did he have a response when they were asking him why he didn't recuse himself while they were discussing Bill C-27, that pension bill? He just keeps saying that he followed all the rules uh, as laid out by Mary Dawson, the Ethics and Conflict of Interest Commissioner. Uh, and that's basically been his playbook, right? Make sure that he goes to that, uh, continues to talk about, uh, you know, that he has been following the rules and all the advice he's been getting on it. Um, and, you know, eventually that's that that may unfortunately not be good enough for him right in the house now at this point it sounds like he's doing okay with it uh i mean trudeau was uh, prime minister justin trudeau was not in the house today uh so we couldn't read any type of body language but he has stood behind bill morneau uh for all this time i think he continues to do so and even though morneau said he didn't talk to the prime minister about this decision you have to think that the prime minister's office must have called morneau and said okay look we gotta get this under control we are taking a beating on this one. We have to make sure that we get ahead of the story. Let's do something here. And you have to think that is what the calculation was. How do we stop all of these questions around um, the shares? Well, that's the way. Now on Bill C-27, that's going to be a completely different one. Uh, the fact now that uh, he's actually going to say more than likely when asked about it, well, they're no longer uh, you know, in, in my portfolio. They're in a blind trust and I am completely divesting myself of them. Um, he won't address what happened back then, yeah. but he will say going forward, this is what we want to do. And that's kind of been the Liberals' MO, making sure that they say it doesn't matter what happened in the past. Going forward, this is what's going to happen. Mike, I think it always goes back to this. Well, I was playing by the rules. We heard the same thing from the Senate scandal. This this was the rules. Is there any talk about we got to change these rules then? Yeah, there definitely is. You had Nathan Cullen of the NDP saying, you know what, unfortunately, the rules are so loose uh, that you can drive a limousine through the loopholes. And that's what Bill Morneau did. Um, And that's almost a direct quote from Cullen. Uh, So I have a feeling that you're going to start to see opposition parties start to demand strengthening of those rules and making sure that when anybody goes into government, into cabinet, that they have even more fulsome disclosure of it all. I mean, Morneau in his mea culpa was seemingly very much apologetic. And uh, I noted it with uh, sitting next to our bureau chief here, Vashi Capellos, um, here in Ottawa. We were sitting together during the press conference, noting that this it was really like uh, a teenager who had a party at his house and had to go talk to his parents about how much he ruined it. 
and and how much damage there was in the house. He really had that kind of sense and feel to him. Normally, Bill Morneau has a press conference, a big smile on his face, talking about you know how they're doing well for the middle class and those working hard to join it. I don't know if you've heard that or not. Uh, sorry, a little tongue in cheek there for you, but <laughs> no, um, that's all new to us. Thanks. So, you know exactly, and, and you know, working on Parliament Hill, it's one of those one of those phrases that I, I'm afraid is burnt in my memory. But anyways. <laughs> uh, but there was a, a starkly different tone to Morneau today. It was definitely a, I'm sorry, that didn't look good. I see that now, and I need to move forward. And I think he is desperate to move forward, and whether or not the opposition will allow him is a completely other question. Well, especially when you look at the last number of weeks that the Liberals have faced when it comes to a real botched tax plan, how they weren't able to sell it, small businesses up in arms, and then they're trying to make things a little bit better in that area, and now they're having to put out this fire. Has there been talk of maybe it's time that Bill Morneau stepped down? Not just yet. Uh, I mean, I think... There, there was swirling. Obviously, the opposition parties are calling for it. But I think what inside the Trudeau cabinet, what they're thinking of is, okay, have we been able to get rid of this enough? Because right now, they still believe that Bill Morneau is the best guy for the finance portfolio. There's been already a couple of shuffles. He has remained. So clearly, Trudeau believes he is still the man for the job. And hopefully, I think, inside the Liberals' heads, they're thinking that this will die down. The difficulty you have is, you know, when you have a, uh, a finance minister that, you know, does have all these private holdings, does, uh, is worth this much money, and you are trying to fight for the middle class, sometimes that can be a really difficult message to, to convey to voters when you have someone who is worth that much money uh, that says that they're fighting for the middle class. And I think they're really starting to struggle with those optics and how we are going to square that circle. But for right now, everything that we've seen from the prime minister is that Bill Morneau has his full support. Remind me, Mike, Mary Dawson, is she appointed by the Liberal government? She was originally, uh, if memory serves me correct, correctly appointed under the conservatives and her uh her term was renewed under the liberals oh, okay so um because I, I remember at one point in time recently we had to look this up and wondering if she was extended what had happened but if memory serves me correctly she was extended by the liberals not appointed by them well bill could make things a little bit better if next week i think they've got another fiscal update coming and that things look great and they are eliminating the deficit i i agree with you and <laughs> Don't forget that back in the spring, when that budget came out, we all looked at it and said, there's nothing here. And the entire time you had Bill Morneau saying, uh, you know, standing behind his budget and admitting that, look, we don't know what's going to happen in the U.S. And because they're our biggest trading partner uh, and we are their biggest customer, we have to still see how it all shake down with the Trump presidency. And... All of the experts around the budget had said that fall fiscal update will look more like a budget than this budget did. Mm. So it is going to be important. And as you said, if there are any goodies that they were saving, <laughs> considering the last few weeks that they've had, I would bet good money that they're going to put those goodies <laughs> in that budget to change the channel. Don't say good money because someone might be onto that. Bill Morneau. Uh, you know what? Thanks so much, Mike, for explaining it all to us. 
Thanks so much for having me. Michael Couture, he is a parliamentary correspondent for Global Network.